Hello there, listeners of video game podcasts and video game adjacent podcasts. His name's Aaron. His name's Tommy. And this is the Super Pod Saga. Yay! But uh, we're not alone today. We have our first official guest. Why don't you introduce yourself, Mr. Guest? Hi, I'm Grant. I'm their friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're coming from another podcast, correct? <clears throat> yes, the one that you intern for. Yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, so I'm a part of another podcast called The Beard and the Baby. Uh, basically, me and uh, another friend of mine, we uh, just wanted a reason to hang out weekly and just do some stuff. So it's basically just two Midwestern dudes just shooting the shit. I mean, every week we just come up with topics with it and we kind of give life updates as well because we when we started it we were both just brand new dads and so we were kind of doing it for a way for our kids to be able to go back and listen as we give milestones that the kids are doing with it throughout as well and we just finished up a series of uh five episodes of a hundred things that all men should know how to do and let's just say i failed miserably at mm-hmm. that list yeah i'm uh, sure i did too <laughs> as he mentioned i'm the intern i edit the podcast and it was just getting more and more embarrassing i kept being like do you actually want to release this because like people are going to judge you yeah no yeah it's it's bad and it only gets worse this final episode too so oh, exciting exciting well what's your uh this is as you may know this is a video game centric podcast what's your yes. history what's your history with video games what video games do you enjoy uh, when I first started out, oh, my first system, I think it was a PS2. Nice. So I played a ton of, like, sports games on that, like NCAA football, a lot of, a little bit of baseball on it. I can't remember if I had the show on that or not. I can't um, remember either. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. Did the show come out for PS2? Oh, yeah, definitely. Did it? Okay, so then I think I did have it. Um, and then when I hit college, uh, I had a 360, so played a ton of that. Uh, got into a little more first-person shooters then, some Halo, Battlefield. And now, recently, since I'm old now, uh, I've kind of switched over to PC gaming, and I have a gaming laptop, and kind of have gone from there. Yay! We, we have a new segment, which I actually forgot about and I'm not prepared for. It's the Twitter responses of the week. So while I look while I look that up, why don't you sing the jingle for them, Grant? It's time for the Twitter responses of the week with Tommy and Aaron. And uh, we this is a new segment that we wanted to try because we ask a bunch of uh, questions on twitter and we got one that had like specifically good answers so we want to highlight those real quick and last week kind of in conjunction with our last episode which was most memorable boss fights i just asked if your real life boss was a video game boss what powers or abilities would they have and so we're just going to read out some answers from that we'll we'll go back and forth there and i'll i'll go first um mr oh gosh how do i even Troy Pterodactyl. Yeah, I love that guy. With a P in front of Troy and Pterodactyl, because the P is silent, said, the power to expedite time, I guess. He calls this ability 
The Deadline. I like that one. <laughs> Love Troy. I've been we've been following each other on Twitter for years also. Nice. Alright, uh, and I think yeah, the next one was from me. And it was the uh, <laughs> passive <laughs> a passive aggression buff that stacks more and more throughout the day, which if Twitter had an option to edit that, I would have put stacks more and more throughout the battle. But I mean, Twitter. Uh, yep. I I that's I only recently started using Twitter, and I was surprised that you can't edit things. That drives me insane. But that's a good yeah. one because that's an actual game mechanic. Yep. <laughs> the next one. It's me. The next one. Uh, Java and a joint podcast said the ability to piss me off the second they walk in the room, which. <laughs> Isn't much of a video game mechanic, but I, I understand. <laughs> I mean, I, I can get it if it were like Dark Souls or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. The bosses do piss me off when they That's true. Room. That's true. And then, uh, sorry, <laughs> the next one from Frap. <laughs> I'm stuck for Frap Mocha. The power of invisibility, because for the life of me, I never see them anyway, which I get that. I haven't seen my boss since the pandemic, so it's understandable. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. And uh, so, yeah, that's our Twitter responses of the week. We, we're going to have more Twitter things. So if you like, if you want to hear our voices shout you out on the podcast, make sure to answer the Twitter questions, which you can find at Super Pod Saga on Twitter. Thanks. What's that jingle again, Grant? It was the Twitter responses of the week with Tommy and Aaron. Thank you. Beautiful. Hey, perfect. Uh-huh. Quick question. Yeah. Speaking of Twitter, Aaron, how do you say your handle? Um, so, uh, let me find it again. Yeah, it's just Skagulies, but then there's also Toads for sale. My my <laughs> personal Twitter account is super duper shit posty, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's the right. best way to use Twitter. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because um, I saw it and I was like, I think I know how to pronounce that, but I'm not sure. It's, it's not as easy to pronounce as Falcon. That's true. Falcon. I, I, could, I could get Cheyenne in here real fast, and we, we could have a quick argument, but that would just go on for a while. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. We need that should just be an episode one day. It's Falcon. Damn. <laughs> we'll get just, the wives on. We we all bring our wives in and just hey, this is what we deal with. We all just get <laughs> abused for ninety minutes. It's just here <laughs> sobbing in the background. <laughs> I didn't want to go to West Sioux. My parents made me. <laughs> Grant shouldn't have gone to West Sioux. He wasn't even in the district. He lived in a different uh, state. False. I was in the district. That's how messed up that part of the world is. Yeah, true. Uh, Mr. Grant, though, you are our guest on the podcast, so you got to pick the topic. How about I you? Did. How about you explain this topic and how this episode's going to work? Okay, so. Since we all went to high school together, I thought it'd be fun to do a little twist on the most likely like section that you see in yearbooks, like most likely to get fired from their job or whatever, you know, and then people voted on stuff like that. Um, so I thought that we would all come up with a list of just things that deal with video games, characters, whatever, and kind of like what you guys do, just going back and forth, uh, just read our list off and then kind of just see where the topics go from there sounds good did you did you two ever win the a most likely to in our yearbook i did you I did, did? what did, what did you win 
uh, me and my high school girlfriend were most likely to get married. Oh no! <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, that's 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 funny. Uh, since you are the guest and this is your topic, you can get you get to go first, friend. Okay, so uh, the first one that I'm going to do is just popped into my head right away when I was making my list was most likely to make a triumphant return, and mm. that is. EA College Football. Mm. Yeah, I'm, so... I'm, uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I'm not sure if I am as confident as you are. Uh, it's. I'm glad you caught a little bit of that maybe sarcasm. Because <laughs> I don't know if it is either. <laughs> so, July of 2023 is uh, when it's projected to drop. It's going to be the first college football game from EA in 10 years. Do you guys oh. know when the last... EA game was? I was just about to look it up. Don't do it. See okay. if you can guess. I, I already um, looked it up. So you said in, you said in 10 years, so I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> was, I mean, well, whatever, we'll, we'll say 2012. That's what you would think, wouldn't you? Tommy, what was it? Well, the listed, last one listed here is NCAA Football 14. Yep, that's the last one Damn. with it. So, um, yeah, and uh, a Michigan player was on the cover. Woot woot. I'm a diehard Michigan fan. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's the last one. And like I said before, uh, at the beginning when you asked about my video game, I grew up playing the NCAA football games. Could not get enough mm-hmm. of them. Loved them. Loved how you could recruit in it. Uh, loved just the different playing styles and all that. So I'm, I'm curious how this is going to do because with all of the stuff that's happened in the college world, uh, with players now being able to be paid for their name, image, and likeness. Uh, I'm curious how EA is going to be doing that. Yeah, I'm curious if they hired an entire new studio to make it, or if they're, like, splitting off the Madden team, because... And and when I was doing a little bit of research, that's what people are worried, that it's going to just basically be a college Madden game. And there's... Online, there's some people who hate how Madden's run. Yeah, absolutely. In back when uh, EA football existed, it was two separate teams, and uh, Madden would get the new technology and the new mechanics first, and then those would get shuffled down to the college football team. So it was almost kind of like a year behind. Um, but I, yeah, if, if it's, I don't know how it, it probably wouldn't be good to stretch the Madden team thin to make two new games, but. It's also scary to bring in a whole new studio to make a game that everyone is anticipating. Why did they stop making college football games? Was there, like, some license they lost or something? Oh, do you want me to take this one, Tommy? Yeah, because I'm not... I'm trying to remember the specifics, and I can't. So, uh, EA, for a long time, did, like, college baseball, college football, college basketball... And then, I don't remember the exact year, but there was a guy named Ed Bohannon, I think is how you say his last name. He actually sued EA because the character on NCAA football, basically, uh, the stats, like, are pretty much what the player looks like. And then, like, if it was, let's just say, like, a black player, it was just a generic-looking black football player. But everything else, I mean, you could tell who the player was. Oh, that's so right. Then, um, yes. So, real quick. So he, oh, go ahead. Uh, I'm not sure if you knew this, Aaron, but yeah, they you can't use 
back then you couldn't use college player likenesses, so there were no player names in the entire game. It oh, was all right. just like quarterback no. number seven, wide receiver number eight, running back number four. That's all. Every single player in the game was only listed as that. There weren't any names because they're oh, amateur shoot. players. So you can't. You back then you couldn't because if you they were in it, then you technically were using their name, image, and likeness, which you'd have to pay them for. Yes. Oh, okay. So because of all of that, like debacle and everything, EA just finally said, "Fine, f it, we're done. Like we're just not gonna make any more." Too much of a much. headache. Yeah. And so, now. Yeah. Go ahead. And now they actually made an agreement with college players to allow them to make money off of their likeness. So now EA Sports can actually put their faces and their names and everything in the games, and the players will get paid for it. So there's a, a legal avenue for them to make the game now. God knows they have the money. Like they, they make <laughs> yeah. so much money off of all their stupid bullshit microtransactions and shit. Like they, They've got to have the fucking clams for that. Yeah, yeah. they did end up losing that lawsuit, too. Oh, they so they, yeah, they, had to, they had to pay all the players. And if you, you can look it up and see, like, some players got $50 <laughs> checks. Some got, like, $500 checks. Oh, that's awesome. So <laughs> Way to go, EA. <laughs> yeah, the other interesting thing too is like EA actually has to go out and get like agreements from every single school that they're putting into it. So like some schools have already came out. Like Notre Dame has already said, "Nope, we're not going to be in it." Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a mess still. There's I a think. few. There's a few other big time schools who have said that uh, Michigan it has said one way or the other if they're going to be in it or not. So. Um, but they have not reached an agreement with EA. So yeah, I'm curious. The big thing is, I want to know is, and I looked a little bit through, and something popped up about like EA was going to be paying teams through a tier system, but it's how they finish the actual football season, how much money they'll get. It's if I read it correctly. <laughs> that'd be that'd be interesting. Yeah, so I'm I'm really curious to see how it turns out because it could be a huge mess. Oh yes. But it sounds like EA has all their ducks in a row, like, in order for them to continue going forward with this, like, they must have a way that it's going to legally be paying people. I, uh, yeah, I, um, I'm, I had a most likely to extremely similar to this, so I'm contemplating if I should or shouldn't say it. What do you guys think? Go for it. You guys are really good at segues, so you might as well do it. Um, I, I had most likely franchise to never see the light of day again which causes me the most pain and that goes to the mvp baseball series also oh. published by ea sports it's in the game it, yes, yes. <laughs> it's not in the game there's no more game the the last mvp baseball game came out in 2005 uh, and a lot of people myself included consider it the best sports game ever made and uh, yeah i can i could it's it's a lot of finer details in the the gameplay that other games just haven't replicated since then which is insane to me um but uh it they stopped making it because 2k bought the license to make baseball games so ea couldn't make baseball games and uh yeah that was really and then they like never made a good baseball game because the 2k games were awful um but, like, MVP Baseball is so beloved that on the PC version, 
they have people have made updated rosters for every single season since then. You can go to uh, MVPmods.com and there's a 2022 roster that you can get for MVP Baseball 2005. Like, people have been still updating the game to this day because they love it so much. And it probably won't come back because 2K, their license to make baseball games ended a few years ago. So EA is totally free to make a baseball game and they've been radio silent on on anything, which makes it look like they're not going to make one because MLB The Show it already sells tons and it's on every console now. So they're like, ah, why bother? And that hurts me. Who is the studio behind MLB The Show? Uh, it's Sony, Sony San Diego. Okay. I love that PC players just can't let something die. Like same with like Team Fortress Two. It's been out since what 2009, and they're just like, no, we must make new mods. We must. Yeah, we need we new content forever. Put it in the iron lung. We must have new mods. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of iron lung, uh, yes. next thing I have. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's, I, love, I love the segues. He just likes okay. transitions. He's really into transitions. I try. Mine are always pretty bad sometimes. But you speak, speaking of, uh, of iron lungs and life support and stuff, um, my next one was most likely to still have an active player base in 2045. Ooh. And that's, uh, that's Warframe because it came out yeah. in 2013. And it's still actively played and like supported. And um, I mean, I, I think it's... it's pretty cool and fun do gymnastics and shit and blast aliens and, and, and also shit but uh yeah warframe pretty great warframe i've tried so many times to get into warframe and by so many times i mean twice <laughs> it's it's so deep and so complex and i don't know yeah. what's going on um did you did you see they just had their tenocon their their conference and they announced a new game did you see that is it Warframe 2? <laughs> no, no, it's called... Is it, is it the open world game? I, I don't know if it's open world. It's Soul Frame. It's, it's more of a fantasy. It's like the Warframe mechanics, but in a fantasy world, from what oh. I understand. Like wizards. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of cool. I didn't actually watch the trailer, so I can't... I'm literally just talking about a headline that I saw, but... That's neat that they're... I, I would be more interested in a fantasy setting than Space Gun Man... I, you just couldn't get into Warframe. No, I tried and it was too difficult. I, I don't know how many hours I put into it, but I there's a stretch where I was like, this is kind of cool, and then I don't know if I just like faded out or if it was just too. I don't want to use the word grindy because I've played games that you can grind, but I don't, I don't know. I felt at times it just felt like doing the same thing over and over. It kind of is though. Like I. I, I've tried to, I guess, like actively play it a couple of times, and there's just it feels sometimes like there's way too much that you have to do. But uh, yeah, it, it sometimes is like the same exact thing. Like it's almost, I guess, not as repetitive as Destiny because Destiny you have to play like the same exact strikes and shit and mm-hmm. over and over and over. But sometimes with Warframe it's a little different. It's, it'll just be like, hey, find this, find this rock or whatever. <laughs> like awesome sweet it's a rock all right but but you're right it has a huge player base that absolutely adores and loves the game despite how grindy and confusing it is because i'm sure they put way more time into it than we did but i could absolutely see that still being played in 2045 or whatever year it was 
Yeah, when you uh, when you started saying that, I 100% thought you were going to say something about Skyrim. Oh, that was a good one, too. <laughs> like, just being put on, still being ported to the new yeah. gen con- console. <laughs> I, I played Skyrim on an Amazon Alexa once, because that's a thing that you can do. What the hell, Tommy? Oh, you haven't heard this? Tell how it works, Tommy. This is great. So you're just like, Amazon, or Alexa, I'd like to play Skyrim. And the music starts, and it's like, I don't remember if it has you pick a class or whatever, but it's like, you approach a dungeon, enter, and you come upon a mud crab, and then you say, like, attack, or you say spell, and then it happens, and they, and it says what happens in the attack. And it's like, you gained five experience, you found gloves, and you can just... Go on adventures with Amazon Alexa. That really reminds me of um, so so back in back in my high school days, we had an old uh, Windows ninety eight computer or ninety nine I forget. Yep. Um, but I played a lot of there was a, this text based adventure game I forget what it was called, um, but I played a good bunch of that at home and it was just the most confusing nonsensical thing like it would try to like describe something to you but in like the most just no sense way at all like a big red minotaur or whatever stands before you would you like to grab glove type wire and i'm really curious what that is that you were playing because that doesn't sound familiar to me is it uh uh man i can't remember what it was it was like curses.com or like oh it was a website yeah i was oh, thinking it, yeah i was too i was thinking like what yeah what uh game did you have with this but it was browser based i was thinking yeah. like i was thinking like that that pinball game that was on every computer hell uh, yeah dude the, if you don't have internet starter pack yeah yeah dude the, the was it the space space yep. cadet <laughs> love space cadet oh, oh i just came up with another good idea Oh, man. <laughs> write it down. Write it down. Quick. I'm doing it. Okay. Um, segway, segway, segway. Grant, segway. Speaking of space and things that fly, Terrible. Most, li- <laughs> most likely to forever humble me as a player, Rocket League. Oh. Go on. And the, re- the reason being is I have, so this actually goes back to the tweet that you guys put out about the over 400 hours in a video game. And then I commented, yeah, like I have a game. I have over 400 hours of gameplay on Rocket League, and I am awful at it still. <laughs> Same. Like, can't do aerials to save my life. Like, it's just, it's one of my favorite games of all time. I just can't play it to, like, be, I guess, competitive. I get that. I'm looking at it right now. I'm trying to find it. I have... 721 hours in Rocket League. Yeah. And, Christmas. And, I think I have over 500 if I think correctly, but and like you said, I it when you like there's a when you start playing Rocket League, there's a steady like climb in your skill and what you're able to do, and then it just plateaus, and that is like the max that your skill reaches unless you like actually practice drills yes, it's, and stuff. It's, it's one of those games where you act it's like a like a real freaking sport. Yeah. You actually have to put the time yeah. in to get better. I don't got time for that. I just want to play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just want to put these, these sweet like antenna toppers on and put the, yeah. the sweet like boost trail on. Like I had one that was like, what was it? it was like Christmas present? No, it, it was like little coins and like dollars and shit as I boost. And my little antenna topper was like a little like chibi Frankenstein. I was like, yeah, 
<laughs> I look good, but I suck balls at this game. Uh, Aaron, have you played since Epic bought them and they changed how the microtransactions in the work and the game work? I'm pretty sure I, I played it maybe with my brother-in-law. I think um, back in like December, I think it wasn't like it's all. Um, uh, loot boxes, kind of, and, and stuff like that. Is that what you mean? No, they. It, when you get an, unlock an item now, instead of just getting it, it's a blueprint of the item, yes. and you have to pay right. money to get the item from the blueprint. And I added all of mine up, and it would cost over a thousand dollars for me to unlock That's... every item I have. And there's no like in-game currency you could use. No, for that? no, no. That's stupid. That's really stupid. Um, so also, you make a game free. But it was, well, yeah, I guess it was $20 before. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, Aaron, did you know that Grant and I were in an amateur Rocket League league? I'm so glad you brought this nice. up. Nice, that's awesome. That's how into Rocket League we were. We um, probably had, I was going to say, we probably had, what, close to maybe 100 hours at that point. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was so, like a daily thing that we played and thought yeah, we were so good. We, so us two and another buddy, we were like, hey, like, found this online league. It says amateurs, so <laughs> let's, like, get in and all that. And we actually, uh, do you remember we caused, caused a little bit of controversy with our names? Yeah, they wouldn't let us be the Thunderdongs. We wanted to be the Thunderdongs, and the commissioner's like, well... Uh, I don't know if we can really have that. And the reason being was all our names, we changed them, so we all had were, like, something Dong. I was I was Moist Dong. Yes. Oh, what was I? I don't even remember were what you, I was. Were I you think. Drippy Dong? No, I was Droopy <laughs> Dog. Not Drippy, Droopy Dong. Droopy Dong, there we go. Yes. And so he's like, okay, well, like, well, do you want to change your name? He's like, oh, no, the names are fine. You can keep those. But the team like, name had to be changed, so we had to be so Thunder we, Dogs. Yes, so stupid. Um, and by the way, this was not an amateur league either because we got our access handed to us by people who were able to like jump off the wall, do flips, do aerials, and everything. I was way too nervous. I couldn't do anything. I was unbelievably nervous. I mean, you remember that time you told me about how you went to like a Smash Bros tournament at like a mall or some shit, and you got yeah, to you? yeah, and I had to wait literally seven hours for my first match. Ugh. Was it was it one and done? No, fortunately I got to do two matches, so I got my ass handed to me twice. But uh, that was that was after Smash had just released, so it was at peak popularity. So I went to the the mall here in town, and there was like five hundred dudes, all all in that tournament, and oh, so it took no girls. No, no, my wife came <laughs> to support me, so that was nice, but she didn't play. Um, Ooh, when uh, I went to this um, Mario Kart Eight tournament in the in the mall in Des Moines, maybe like, I think it was sometime last year, and I got, it was like fourth or fifth place. I've always thought that I was like the, the Jesus Christ himself, <laughs> Mario Kart. But then I got my ass just absolutely paddled by these motherfuckers. <laughs> there was actually a couple of girls there. It wasn't all dudes, surprisingly, but no, I, I got paddled for sure. Fourth place, god damn it. I mean, fourth place sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah, there was like, there was three was like, people there though, Tommy. <laughs> There's three people. Uh, they uh they used like some uh website and you had to like put your information in and somehow it would base like the likelihood of 
if you would win or not. And it gave me like a, a 2% chance of winning my first match. And I was like, what, what? Why would it do that? And it was totally right. The guy was like several levels beyond my skill level. Oh, God, but, yeah. But I, I thought that was interesting. <laughs> who did who did you pick? Uh, Ike. Ike was my main oh, I knew it. Yeah. I like playing Little Mac more, but Ike is more competitive than Little Mac because Little Mac can't jump. And Little Diddy Kong main. I remember, okay, hold on. At that time, Ike was like the meta, like a lot of people picked Ike. And my second match, the guy was like, hey, really looking forward to fight, playing against you. I keep having these people who just pick the meta characters. It's so annoying. And I was like, haha, totally. And then I picked Ike and he looked at me and he goes, dude, really? <laughs> You're like, yep. <laughs> this is all I know how to play. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of ass paddlings, it's ooh, my turn. It's my no, turn. No. I was, was giving you that free one. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, speaking of things that make me really, really sad. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Or I picked uh, most likely to make me cry every time, and that is a game called Life is Strange. I was gonna. Oh, damn it. I, I was gonna ask this in the Twitter, but I wanted to wait until we. Uh, talks about it first has has a video game ever made you guys cry life is strange came pretty close <laughs> uh yes uh i actually tweeted at you guys a while back but I oh yeah the tale of two brothers i think is what it's called mm -hmm. yeah um yeah that really how it ends i was like i just was like why am i crying right now like this is unbelievable i but, i yeah, it's did you ever play Brothers, Aaron? I've I've only heard about it. I've never actually played it. Okay. Um, but it was on it was on like three sixty and and, mm -hmm. and all that wasn't it? Okay. Yep. Yeah. I I was curious because I played it and I didn't really have an emotional response to it because I don't I mean I don't have any siblings, so I don't like I can understand that, that connection, but I just haven't personally <laughs> had that connection. Yeah. And that's probably why I was weeping like a little ball baby, because I do have that. Yeah, exactly. Older brother. Anyways, uh, Life is Strange. Specifically, I want to say it was episode three. But if you if you don't know about Life is Strange, you play... Man, it's been so long since I played, I can't even remember people's names. And that's embarrassing. Um, I remember Chloe. All I remember is Chloe. Was no, she... Max. 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 Max, Max yes, yeah, so you play as Max, a, a little high school girl moving back to her hometown. And, and you try and become friends with Chloe, who's the, the cool girl. And, childhood friend also. Yeah, yeah, childhood friend. And you've grown up and you're different people now. And how do you reconcile that? And uh, in episode three, I don't remember how it happens. You end up in some like alternate timeline where uh, Chloe is a paraplegic, quadriplegic, actually. She she can't move anything. And, and you just spend the day with her. Like you go to the beach, you do all these fun things. And, and it's like really nice because they haven't really had that They've been trying to have that friendship, but it just, it's, they're different people, so it's hard. And then, uh, at the end of the day, uh, Chloe's like, this was honestly the most perfect day I could have ever asked for. I don't think anything else is going to be like this. And she asks you to, to like pull her plug so that she can just die. Oh. And, and you get, you get to, you get to make that choice. It doesn't just happen. You have to choose whether you do it or not. And, and I chose to do it because that's what she asked of me, and I was just a mess. I was just sobbing through the credits. 
Oh. I remember without spoiling anything. I remember the what I what I believe was the true ending, like with that big tornado at the end. Yeah, and uh, that that huge choice with Chloe. That like mm. I, that kind of got me a little bit too. I I can't I guess say any more without spoiling a good bunch of it. But yeah, I love that. Sorry, go on. I was gonna ask, what was the what was the main like mechanic of this game again? Like, what was what made it unique? You could rewind time to yes, that's redo. What it was. Yeah, you could redo conversations, or you could redo things that you did. It was it was really cool. It wasn't like a any time anywhere, but it was it was like a puzzle solving sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like unlimited. Like, like oh, I don't want that choice anymore. No, it was uh, in specific instances, and then it came into the story too. Like she would start losing it at losing the power at inopportune times, or it, like started affecting her negatively. So a butterfly effect, but yeah, yes. high school yeah. chicks. Yeah. <laughs> I tried having my wife play it because I thought that she would appreciate the high school girl drama, and she couldn't get more than like 30 minutes into it because she was walking down the hallway and a door was closed, and she's like, why this door closed? I want to go in here. And I'm like, well, you have to follow the story. And she's like, that's stupid. I want to go here. I'm like, okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Oh, your wife's a hoot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She She's is. like, I want this linear story to be open world. Exactly, that's not? exactly what it was. Read where the Camaros at. <laughs> Holy crap! Speaking of Camaros, um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. The next one I have is um, most likely to consume all of your time on that Super Auto Pets. Oh no! Yeah. As, um, when Tommy introduced me to that game, I played it for like like a week straight i played nothing else but super auto pets uh for, for anybody that doesn't know it's on uh, mobile phones and steam but you basically just pick teams of like different animals and each animal has different abilities and you play against other people's teams of pets and it's the ma- the rounds are just they're super quick but god damn it i'm still pretty hooked on it like i got it on steam and everything got it hooked up to my android account and Oh my god, I, it, I can't stop with that fucking game. It looks like a simple, cheap internet web game, but it is actually very deep, and the mechanics are yeah. very well thought out. Like, Oh god, yeah. It's an auto chess game, like, uh, gosh, you know, the other auto chess games. <laughs> the, like, auto chess. Yeah, and I've tried those, and it's way too complex, way too, like, it doesn't tell you anything. But Super Auto Pets, like makes it low stress because it's not you're not facing someone live you're you're uh facing their team but it's like you you have the time to plan things out and to think things through yep but also also fuck the hippo i hate the hippo so much i love when i have the hippo though that's another thing i love is is your conversations about it just sound insane like dude i had the rhino but i also had a i gave him a shell beforehand so that i could just take that hit and then it would just chain rocks (laughs) Oh yeah, and then if they had, God forbid, they had a um, um, what is it like a, like a token spamming kind of bullshit thing? Your your rhino would just keep spitting rocks and, and yeah. killing and killing and killing and stuff. But whenever I, whenever I have the hippo, it's it sucks. It it sucks big butts. You, but you need play, like, you I, you you got to get that hippo to level three as fast as possible. Otherwise, he's just a little baby. Bro, they have they have a new uh, they have a new item now in the new expansion. It's a lemon. It's basically the um, the garlic armor, but it reduces the damage by by four. By uh, four. This thing is unkillable now. 
I, I, they came out with an expansion and Aaron was like, dude, you got to get it. And I know that the moment I download it, my life's going to be over. I'm not going to be able to do anything. My wife's going to be like, my wife's going to be like, are we eating today? And I'll be like, hold on just one more. This fucking ammo. You're like, what's food? (laughs) Like, like it was literally to the point where we would be in bed and I'd just be scratching her back to fall asleep. And my other hand is super auto pass. (laughs) God damn right. Like You're cheating is... on your wife. Come on. <laughs> There's food in the game, Jessica. There's no <laughs> dogs. I, I, I haven't downloaded it since the expansion because, like I said, yeah, it'll just take over everything. I mean, yeah, you, your life's over regardless. You might as well enjoy the ride. <laughs> uh, would, you, would you say that when you ran into other teams that had hippos that they're kind of douchebags? Absolutely. No speaking, doubt about it. Speaking of douchebags, yes. most likely to come off as a douche the first time you meet them, but as Ooh. time goes on, you realize that they are an amazing person who always had your best interests at heart. That was my favorite is, topic in the yearbook. My favorite and one. The, and this is the game No Man's Sky. Oh. oh so the okay. the game is the game is the douchebag? Yes. Not not Sean Murray. Murray? Is that his yeah. name? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, he's, he's a saint. No, so for those who don't know, No Man's Sky is uh, basically a space exploration game, but it's all procedurally generated, and it's like pretty much infinite planets, and you can go visit every single one uh, in your spaceships and all that. Well, when it was launched, I it was a terrible launch, and I feel like that's kind of an understatement, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, super overhyped. It was like, you can do literally anything, and then game launched, and they were like, you can't do anything. So, uh, you're right, exactly. And to this day, and I'm going to die on this hill, I don't think that was Hello Games' fault at all. I agree. I think it was Sony who said, hey, you need to rush and get this game out. And I think they said, well, it's not going to be complete. Like, we don't have all this, and they're like, it doesn't matter. Just release it. Like, you'll fix it as it goes. That was back before delaying games was normal. Like, I feel yes. like in this, yes. the year 2022, when you see a game's first release date, in your mind, you're kind of like, cool, that's coming out the next year. Yes. And, and yeah, they, they, I remember they had a, someone in England had a package or like the, the physical copy of it. And it had a sticker over it. And they, when you pull the sticker off, it had a thing for multiplayer. But the game didn't have multiplayer on launch, so they had to put a sticker over the, yeah. the thing. Just what to show how how lost in translation it was between what the product was and what they wanted it to be. Like, I still think that, like, if you would have gave them one more year, I think they would have, like... And I don't think it really hurt them that much, but, I mean, it hurt them enough that they had to, like, do a big uphill climb. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I but, think... I mean, go ahead. I think even if they would have said what ended up being in the final game, I think it would have still sold well and found its audience. It wasn't nearly as much as they said was going to be in there, but what was in there was still incredibly cool and super well, yes. unique and one of a kind. Yeah, and now, I mean, they have over, I looked it up, it's over around 20 free major updates that they've done. And nice. I mean, every update, like they just keep bringing new and new things in. You're just like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, they have this now. Like, uh, the in one of their most recent ones, people always joked about the space whales. Uh, they added space whales in one of the updates. Like, oh, yeah. 
it's actually gone too far to the other side for me now, where before I played it and I enjoyed my time with it, but at the end of the day, I was like, there isn't enough to keep me going. Now there's too much. There's way, way, way too much stuff. Yeah, I haven't... Go ahead. Sorry, Aaron, I keep interrupting. No, you're good. I mean, it, it's your... Uh, it's your... your uh... Have you played it, Aaron? Yeah. Uh, I've played, like, just maybe 10 minutes of it. I haven't played a, a, a whole bunch of it. Yeah, I... See, like, Tommy, I agree with you that there's a lot, but at the same time, like, but now you can, there's so many different things you can do. So, like, like, if you want to just be a space pirate, you can go be a space pirate now and just focus on that. Like, there's so much... If you want to be a farmer on a planet, you can do that. Yeah, that's that's, cool. that's definitely a me thing. When I, when I see, yeah. like, a big list of options, I'm like, I have to do them all. When yep. it definitely would be better for to just pick a, a role to do and to go with that, but I it's really hard for me to do that. That's uh, that really reminds me of um, of what's it called, Elite Dangerous? Yes, you can do literally fucking anything in that game, and the universe is so huge, and there's like hidden aliens and shit in it, and uh, like that 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 game for sure would overwhelm me. But like, I feel like uh, um, I feel like with uh, it's like it's it's still open, but you can still just kind of goof around and just explore and like analyze aliens and shit and just mine for stuff. And yeah. I'll get way too overwhelmed with, with Elite Dangerous, but No Man's Sky seems like it actually be fun to just discover each different planet. I I think that was the most fun for me was just exploring, just flying yeah. down to a planet, and being like, "What am I gonna find?" And then you find all this crazy Which, stuff. That's one of the things you can do, Tommy. You can just be an explorer. I know. I know. Uh, no, the one of their most recent updates they added. Uh, uh, you can be a bounty hunter now. Oh, that's awesome! So I think, and then they like added outlaws. So like you gotta like chase people down, and then um, there's massive ships now, and I think you can actually board ships with it. So they yeah, they've just sweet. done a ton of stuff. And it has actual multiplayer now. And it's fun with multiplayer. I think, didn't we play a little bit, Tommy, together? I don't think so. I don't remember. I mean, we could have. I just don't remember it. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was my other friend, Tommy. Maybe. You have several friends named Tommy. So many. Um, speaking of Tommy. There you go. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's time for an ad break. Oh, yes. Today's, today's episode is sponsored by Pyramid Schemes. Are you in the mood for making money? Consider Pyramid Schemes. Pyramid Schemes is a company that provides people blueprints to different pyramids. So you can you can go and buy different pyramid schemes. And I know what you're thinking, isn't this a pyramid scheme? And the answer is yes, it is. If you find more people to sell your pyramid scheme blueprints, you get a cut of that money. And if they find more people to sell pyramid blueprints, you get a cut of that money. You could make infinite, mon- infinite money with pyramid schemes. And it is not a scam. I must stress that it is not a scam. It is a pyramid scheme. All legal. Check out Pyramid Schemes. Thanks for sponsoring the podcast. Um, the next one up, I've lost track completely. It's me. It's me. Okay. Oh, gosh, I, I like all of my options. I'm going to go with most likely to make me stare at the same screen for an hour. Uh, and that's Picross. Any Picross game. Ooh. Specifically, the one I was thinking of was Pokemon Picross on the DS. There was oh. a 
Oh, let me explain Picross for those that don't know. It's a puzzle game where you're given a big old grid and there are numbers on the top and the side that correspond to which squares are filled. And so you just fill out the squares and it makes a pretty little picture for you. And it's probably my favorite puzzle type of all puzzle types in the universe because there's if, if it's made properly, there's no guessing. You should never have to guess. You can deduce exactly where each square is. And my brain loves that. It tickles my brains. It gets in the crevices and just itches it real good. And uh, Picross, uh, I refuse to look up solutions or hints. I will literally stare at the same screen for an hour. Like, I, I can't. I can't look up a thing. I have to figure it out on my own. And there was a, there was a Zapdos one in uh, Pokemon Picross that literally took me over an hour because I refused to look up. I refused to guess because I know that there's a solution. Holy cow. That reminds me of, like, any Professor Layton game. Like, I mm, mm-hmm. I try really, really hard with some of those puzzles, especially math puzzles, because those, those are my bugaboo. Like, math puzzles just don't click with me a lot of the times, but, um, like, the, the word ones and just, like, actual, like, I guess, like, tile or line puzzles and stuff like that. Like, those are so satisfying. I, I recently replayed that on, on my phone, and the I did look up the solution for the ones where you had to move the red... You had to move all the blocks around to get the red block out. Oh, I love those. I hate those. My brain just doesn't work with those. It, it, it can't picture the path or anything, so I had to look that those up. Um, I remember there was a a puzzle there was a math puzzle that i couldn't figure out i eventually figured it out but i was like that was stupid that was way complex and i remember bringing it to our middle school math teacher and i was like look can you solve this and he solved it right away he was like you just do this and this and boom you got it i'm uh i'm sure there's a there's a puzzle game that you introduced me to tommy and i'm trying to remember what it's called so i can bring it up was it the witness no, it's it's just a it's a little like pixel looking one, but it was one where, oh shoot, what was it called? Because I played it a little bit and then I just couldn't handle it anymore. I'm like this, like this no, no, no. You remember if I remember, yeah, it was literally just like a black screen and then you were like in a and then the pixels were all white and you like moved a little character around and you had to do things, but there were certain rules you had to follow. Oh, was it, was it, it wasn't Baba is You, is it? Yes, it's that one, yes. Man, Baba is You. That's like the, I know this phrase gets used a lot, but that's the Dark Souls of puzzle games. Yes, that's, yes, that's exactly what it is, and I, oh. I never finished that one. I think I maybe did three puzzles, and I'm like, I, I don't know what's going on anymore. It gets, it gets way worse than that, too, like it, it, uh, gets super duper duper complex and out there but i love it i love puzzle games we we should just do an episode on puzzle games because I, I could talk oh i'm sure we will i like, unfortunately cannot be a guest on that one yeah <laughs> i'm probably never going to be a guest again yeah, that's fair so uh oh man Sp- speaking of uh of, of brain tickling nonsense um i mean unless you guys weren't done i i, I could oh no i'm done on that. okay cool okay uh so yeah then uh Next one I have is most likely to cost you an arm and a leg, uh, and that's then you've probably seen me bitch about this a lot on Twitter. It's Pan- Panzer Dragoon Saga on the Sega Saturn. Ah, uh, yes, and, uh, everyone's favorite. 
a complete copy of that motherfucker will cost you about thirteen hundred dollars, no matter where you go. God damn it! Like it's 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 a pain in the ass because, as as many may know, I'm a big RPG guy and I mm-hmm. would love to play this game, but unfortunately, emulation for the Sega Saturn is super difficult. It's always janky, and uh, so this game is basically unplayable to me unless I want to deal with the jank. It keeps me up at night sometimes. I wake up in cold sweats. I'm like, God damn it! Why can't I play fucking Panther Tracker Saga? And then I'll just I'll just go back to sleep like normal and I'll be fine again. But no, it's 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 super expensive and hard to find. Can I What's just the reason for that? So it's um it came out really late in the the Saturn's life cycle, and like very very few copies were made because it was because it was so late in the Saturn's life cycle. They were like, oh, you know, nobody's gonna buy. Like the the Dreamcast had was coming out in like maybe okay. a few months or something, but yeah, it was just a super late release with very very few copies made. Can I just say how frustrating it is that game companies are so against emulation and providing players a way to legally play their games? Like, I've got oh, on yeah. a shelf Pokemon Blue, Silver, Gold. And I can't play those cartridges because the batteries in them died, so you can't save the game anymore. So even if you find physical copies of some of these games, they're unplayable. Oh yeah, and and there's things like disc rot as well, where like physical discs can eventually rot away. And then um, same with cartridges too. Like there's a way to like you know you can clean cartridges and you can like reattach connectors and shit. But like once like certain parts go bad, like that's it. That's like you know, fifty bucks down the drain. Shit, that that shit's just it's it's super annoying. Like, just just provide. I would pay money for for classic games to be able to emulate them. If Nintendo officially offered them, I'd give them the money for it. Those, those Pokemon games that you have though, those are on the 3DS Virtual Console. Yeah, but I don't have my 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> Go buy one. You can buy one at a reasonable price. Actually, uh, I looked up the oldest game I have on eBay right now, which is a copy of Donkey Kong for the Atari, because I was like, oh, what's that worth? And one is selling for $1.50. Oh, hell yeah. Where's that? Um... <laughs> Kong. Wouldn't, sh- wouldn't shipping be more than that? Probably. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh... When, I was, when I was selling my, uh, a bunch of my Magic cards from high school... There were a bunch that were only worth maybe like a dollar to like fifty cents, and like I don't know how people do it on there. Like, how how do you ship something like that? That where you're only making like fifty cents, but like the, the shipping cost would just eat that up. I don't, I don't yeah. know about that. I, don't do you, know I would guess. I guess you bundle. Oh. Try to like, like, hey, here's these seven cards or whatever. That makes sense. You know, I mean that's. Yeah, that's the only logical thing in my brain. You yeah, that's what Grant does with his drugs. <laughs> so moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of is that's you just, hey, here's this $10 card. I'll throw in this, these three fifty cent ones for free. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Next. Uh, ugh. <laughs> How do I segue from that? It's my turn, right? Yep. Oh, where do I want to go with this? Let's do this one, just because it kind of goes back to our childhoods, maybe. 
most likely to never be in the Baseball Hall of Fame, but should be, and that's Pablo Sanchez. Does that name ring a bell to any of you? Yeah, this is a reference that I understand, but I never played. You never played backyard baseball? Never. Oh, okay. I thought you for sure would have played. Nope. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, this might be a fail. Should I move to a different No, no, talk about it. There's, it's, No, go ahead. Uh, so I picked this one just because uh, the backyard sports, growing up with our computer, I played basketball, baseball, head soccer, football I had as well. So they, I loved them. But the big thing is, is in baseball, there's a little chubby little short kid named Pablo Sanchez, and he is just probably the best baseball player on there and he speaks no English so it's even better because you'll just hear him chirping and Spanish out on the field all the time but I mean this dude would just hit bombs all over the place so um, yeah it was I I mean it just brings back good memories of Pablo Sanchez and just winning the backyard World Series with him back yeah, when I, uh, I just looked, sorry I looked him up and like I see that his stats are like almost all maxed out except for pitching yeah, he, wasn't, he wasn't even that bad of a pitcher. Like I used him sometimes as a closer. I just bring him in to, so he could get saved. That game was actually on consoles. I thought it was only like a PC. Uh, they they did move it over. I I think I played the only one I played on console might have been basketball. Everything else I played on computer. Fun fact. Let me let me just see. There is one player who is in backyard baseball who is still playing today, which is absolute madness. Uh oh! Like when they started introducing the MLB players. Yeah. Oh. He was on the cover of Backyard Sports Baseball 2007. <laughs> I would have no idea then. It's uh, it, well, it's Albert Pujols. Okay. But that's and just what's that- crazy. And What's he was the one last of the original name again? ones. His last name, Aaron, is Pujols. Why? Why are you asking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, Pujols. <laughs> so oh, I, thought, I thought for sure, Tommy, you would have played the backyard games. That's why I brought this yeah. one up. I know, but no, I didn't. I never... I played real baseball games. Yeah. <laughs> No, the original one I played was actually I had soccer first. And he actually wasn't a bad soccer player in that one, too. And then I think I actually got backyard baseball uh, through. Do you guys remember way back in the days that uh, cereals would give out? Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. That's how I got backyard baseball, I think, was through, like, ate enough cereal and put in my box tops and they sent it to me. That's cool. I never sent anything in. Um, I, uh,. I have a, a different baseball video game memory. In the in the off season of college, on the baseball subreddit, someone was like, "Guys, you got to check out this Winnie the Pooh's home run derby." What? It's 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 a uh, you can Google it Winnie the Pooh's home run derby. It's on tons of websites, and it is like super difficult. It is insanely difficult. Like. Everyone was, it was a really fun day on Reddit that day because everyone was going crazy. Like, I can't beat Christopher Robin. His pitches move like crazy. All these, all these grown men struggling to beat this Winnie the Pooh baseball game. Hell yeah, dude. 
Oh, what was that one? Uh, was it Animal Sports League? Um, there's some like awful Brazilian PS2 <laughs> game. What was it called? Animal Soccer? PS2. It had like the, the, the best. Like, I think little... I know what you're talking about, yes. Animal Soccer World? Yes, yes, that's it. Oh, oh man. Hold on, I gotta it look this the... up because I don't know what this is. It had the best cutscenes. They were all like really shittily dubbed, and everything. Like all the animations were just god awful. Oh man, what a. When I Google it, the first there. link is to Crappy Games Wiki. Yep, that's what just popped up for me too. Oh, did you see who developed it though? No. Code Monkeys. Code Monkeys. It, that, unless it's something different. Do you ever remember that show, Code Monkeys? I, like yeah, I remember the show. I thought maybe, did they create this too? I don't know. Code, code maybe it's not, I don't know. Developer. I just saw that and that made me think of the show right away. Doesn't, doesn't look like it. looks like they're unrelated. They are, okay. Never mind then. Um, oh, it's it's my turn, isn't it? Uh, speaking of speaking things... Speaking of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> speaking of Poohole. Speaking of Poohholes, um, my next one is most likely to be a game that I will never finish even though I wish I could. And that is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. I have tried... I've purchased this game on multiple systems. I have tried at least five or six times to play this game. And I want to be able to play it but I, it's just not aged good at all, and the combat system sucks, and it's just, the the intro sequence is like five hours long before you get to leave the starter planet. Mm. It's just the worst introduction to a game, and it's, uh, its combat system is like turn-based, but not, and, and for some reason... <laughs> When I just want to do a special attack, when I click special attack, you, you can you can cue your moves or whatever, so you can put, I want to do this, then this, and this. Whenever I do a special attack, it puts a normal attack in front. So it's like, I'll do a normal attack, and the next turn I'll do the special attack. And it's like, no, I want to do it right now. And I asked my friend, who loves Knights of the Old Republic and keeps pushing me to play it, I'm like, why is this happening? He's like, I don't know, it doesn't happen for me. And I'm like, well, it's happening for me. <laughs> And oh, it's it's just like old game design that doesn't work. There's a part where you go and fight. What's what's the giant monster, Grant? The the big one that oh the Sarlacc? Or no 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 no. Uh, 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 it was um, in it was in uh, Book of Boba that, Fett that he the wrote. One that's under, that he, oh, it's Jabba's little pet. Yeah, Jabba's oh, monster. What is it? I should know this. Rancor. Yes, Rancor. Rancor. There's there's a rancor and you go and fight it and it kills you instantly because it's like a giant monster and you're early on in the game. And what you're supposed to do that the game doesn't tell you or barely tell you is you're supposed to sneak up to its food and put a grenade in it so that it eats the grenade and blows up. I'm, I, guessing, I'm guessing it told you that and you just suck at reading. No, because I read everything. I hate... People skip cutscenes, you're dead to me. Um, I... Uh, that's that's actually fair. When I when I played it the first time, I couldn't figure it out, so I just ran past it, and my partners died because they were trying <laughs> to fight it. So I just sprinted past it because 
it's just old game design and it's, it's a sucky beginning and I don't like the combat, but the story is supposed to be one of the best ever. It's got a big twist at the end and I've been unspoiled all this time. I still know how it ends because I say someday I'm going to go back and beat it, but I probably never will. Oh, just Wikipedia it, my guy. Wikipedia. You can't trust Wikipedia. Anyone can edit that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> only 88% accurate. <laughs> uh, uh, I think okay. I've played. I think I've played that. I feel. Like, yeah, is that because is it on browser or is that a different one? That's a different one. That's a different one. Yeah. Oh, because you played Knights. Yeah, Knights of the Old Republic. What's the one that's on the browser that everyone always plays? I mean, are you thinking of just the Old Republic, the MMO that's still running somehow? Maybe. Maybe. What's because is Knights of the Republic was that on the original Xbox? Yeah. Okay, I might have played it on that in college, and I can tell you, I know for a fact I beat it, but I don't remember. No. The ending. There's yeah. I don't think college you could have played that. Oh damn. You you were a different person then. <laughs> no, I think I, I think I did. Hmm. Because the graphics are really shitty, right? Yeah. Well, now they are. Back then, they were normal. Uh, yeah, I think I did play it. Because it's 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 D&D based. It's like dice rolls for your attack. But it doesn't tell you that. It doesn't tell you that. It doesn't tell you why your attacks are missing. So me, I'm like, I'm going to pick these powerful attacks. Like, I want to do the two-handed lightsabers. And it's like, you miss... You miss, you miss. And I asked my friend, I'm like, why do I keep missing? And he's like, well, you picked an ability that you can't use. Why does it let me do that? Why would it let me do that? <laughs> or or I'm like, I want to I wanna be this type of character. And he's like, where did you put your stats? And I was like, I put it into this and this. And he's like, oh, that's not going to work. You're not going to be able to do anything. Oh, sorry. No. I what do you mean? The, I played the second one. Oh, okay. The second one I could see. It's just, oh, I want to like it. Get that? Like I, I have the same thing with with many XCOM games. Like I want to beat them. I like them. I want to beat them. But when you're in a fucking alien space and it says you have a ninety eight percent chance to get it, and you fucking miss. That's inexcusable. That's so stupid. Just hit it. It's my, right there. My absolute Gosh. favorite thing to do in XCOM was you could capture the aliens to research them. But you have to get up close and stun them. And so I didn't want to use any of my good characters in case they would miss stunning the alien right in front of them. So I just take these little baby soldiers that haven't seen the light of day and just throw them in the battlefield. I'd be like, go go run up to that guy and just stun him. You got it. And some right. sometimes they die, but it was just so funny in my head to be like, just go out on the battlefield, run through everything, and just stun it. My favorite part of those games is just giving people goofy, dumb nicknames. Like, like uh, you got some guy from Brazil named Peanut Butter. No. PB and J Samson, or like, uh, what was it? It was like, oh, what was it? Pineapple Stegosaurus. He was from Mexico. Um, I, I uh, was a big PlayStation fanboy back then, so I named all my people after PlayStation characters. So I had Crash Bandicoot. I had Nathan Drake. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. I feel really bad. I always named them after people like I knew. Like there's multiple soldiers of Tommy that I had. Oh, were they like, did you treat them as like my descendants? Like, uh, yeah. And like, I, there's like certain groups of people that I put in and I'm like, okay, like going on this mission, right? Well, 
do I really want Tommy to go on this one? I mean, if he dies, he's gone forever. Like, <laughs> I just felt like it added a little bit more for me. I'm like, I didn't know these people for real. Like, what class was Tommy? Was he was he a sniper or? Yes, because that's what he always is. Yay! Hell yeah! yeah I really. Yeah, I think all of my snipers, like my first ones, when you can name it, in my first group were always, I think, if I did that and I picked you, I think it was that. Like, I even made myself as a character, too. I actually so, did. Yeah. I, I beat the first XCOM. That's one of the few games that I actually beat all the way through. And I really appreciated that if you took the time and could get your soldiers to survive and level up long enough, they actually became overpowered. Like... I remember the sniper rifle final, the sniper class final tier was you could pick either you can shoot through any amount of walls or as long as you can see a character, you can shoot them. That doesn't matter the what distance, the fuck? doesn't matter visual stuff. Yeah, it, it's crazy. What the fuck? That's awesome. You shoot through any number of walls. That's that's some real, uh, that's some, uh, what the fuck? That's some real John Wick sounding shit right there. Yeah. And then, and then they ruined it with XCOM 2. Well, and remind me, I was just going to ask about that. With XCOM to XCOM 2, didn't they do something kind of unique to create XCOM 2? Wasn't it like they looked at what majority of people got as a final in XCOM 1, and that's how they did the story in XCOM 2? I'm not sure if that's how they did it, but they did have to pick an ending, because you could have different endings. So they picked the ending where you lost. The, the, they yeah. picked the bad ending from XCOM 1. I thought you had told me that they looked it up. It's possible. Saw, like, it's totally possible. Like, I think you said, like, around, like, 54% of people always got the bad ending. So they're like, okay, I guess this is the way we're going, or something like that. Yeah, I could see that. That's totally possible. They, uh... Speaking... Go ahead. I was gonna say, speaking of infuriating messes, uh, the next one I have is most likely to make you hate your friends and family, and that's Overcooked. Yes! Hey, I actually have, uh, I have a most likely to ruin str the strongest friendships, or any relationship for that matter, and I have Overcooked 1 and 2. Nice! Yeah, dude, oh my god. Uh, the, the first few times we played Overcooked, it was so it was me, uh, my wife Cheyenne, her sister Tori, and her and her brother Nova, and I just I get so fucking angry at the game like when we fall behind or like somebody's not bringing something somewhere I'm like God damn it like do that dish why do we have somebody doing the dishes like get the order up now like I'm a real restaurant manager or something like I've, I've watched plenty of of bar rescue to know how to run a restaurant at this point. I have a distinct memory of of we were making burritos or it was burgers or something and I cooked the burger and I brought it over to where my plate and bun was and it was gone and I'm like where where's the bun and she was like I, I served it and I was like it didn't have a burger on it so I just threw it on the ground and we turned the game off love when Tommy gets angry uh, it, it ruins relationships it's so great I love I, it I can't play it's it with my wife. Mario Party. Okay, uh, I I have a question about Mario Party. Yeah. Yes, sir. Do you, do you do you believe that when given the choice of who to mess mess up, do you leave it? Do you hit random, or do you actually pick people to give yourself the best chance of winning? Whenever I do it, I usually pick somebody at random, unless I have like an actual grudge with them, because that's. Whenever anybody picks random, it always goes to me. It doesn't matter. Who <laughs> it always, like, I have the worst luck in Mario Party. It always goes to me. But then I'll have, like, a grudge with them throughout the game. I feel like you have to... I mean, if you're playing it correctly, you got to pick people that... you got to damage people. So you would have to not randomly pick, but pick. We had... Stars. 
we had a we had a huge uh, argument the last time I played Mario Party with friends because I stole a star from the person who was in second place because they were right next to the next star, which would have moved them into first place. And they were like, how can you sue for me? I'm not even in first place. She's in first place. And I'm like, you're going to be in first place. And he's like, you can say that about anyone. Anyone could be in first place. And I'm like, no, That's... but you are actually going to be in first place. And he's like, no. And <laughs> no, Tom, you, you were in the way. You're absolutely right. Thank you. I don't know Thank you. All his... <laughs> Literally anybody could be in first place. That made any sense. The one of the last times I played Mario Party, actually, I think was at our buddy Kyle's yes. land party, Tommy. And I remember I made a deal with you. And tell you, back, you backstabbed me. Tell Aaron how how many times you've played Mario Party. Maybe three times. That's it. Holy shit! <laughs> I I just don't have people that have it. And I did backstab you. I a hundred percent did. You, like you, you could just could come over to Chatsworth any time and we could play that <laughs> I, I would have loved that I mean I just yeah I yeah I hardly ever played it but like I watched like the Game Grumps play it Super Megas played it I mean yeah. it's so much fun to watch oh yeah I just realized all three of us none of us lived in the town that our school was in no nope. no we did that What's, what town did you live in Grant I lived on a farm in South Dakota right over the border Oh, yeah, because the border was, like, literally right there by yeah. where that come-and-go used to be. Yeah, literally right over the border. Yeah, so, yeah. And you, is Chatsworth even a town still? Yes, <laughs> barely. It, it's hanging on, my guy. <laughs> they I had a tire you. shop. Oh, nice. They, they had a tire shop for, like, maybe a year, and then it closed down, because guess what? No business. Yeah, Ireton, Ireton was up to two bars for a while, and now they're back down oh. to one. Damn. Does Chatsworth have a bar? They used to. The building's still say, up, I'm pretty I sure. Say, I feel like driving, whenever we'd go to, like, Akron, always driving through, I'd always feel like, oh, this is Chatsworth. And I'd be like, oh, they do have a bar, so, I mean, consider it. <laughs> they, they used to in, I think my stepdad said it was, like, the 80s. Like they closed it down in... in the 80s as well too but no the building's still there i'm pretty sure it, there's no longer a post office it was in our old backyard because my stepdad bought it and turned it into turn it into a shed <laughs> um did yeah, you know did you know that like post offices with p.o boxes is weird to people really yeah like when i went to college and and uh our house that we lived in had a mailbox and i was like oh cool a mailbox and everyone's like what are you talking about and i was like oh in my town we had we just had P.O. boxes. Everyone had a key to their little box at the post office. Mm -hmm. And they're like, that's weird. And I'm like, it is? Well, yeah, I mean, nowadays, the reason people have P.O. boxes is, my mother-in-law always says, is one of two things. is You're either a business and you don't want people to know where your business actually is located. Um, or, or you're homeless. Oh, really? Oh, I guess mm -hmm. that makes sense. Oh, yep. shit. Was I homeless in Chatsworth? Yeah, was I homeless no, in Ireton? That's, that's it, because that's how it's shifted. Because, yeah, like, even my wife uh, in her small town where she grew up uh, in Minnesota, they all had P.O. boxes, too. Like, mm -hmm. and which was very bizarre to me, because I always kind of, but then I was like, oh, it makes sense. Like, there's, they just all put the mail there, and you go get it. Are you saying our towns are stuck in the past and not advancing with the times? Because that's true. Yes, <laughs> very much so with, with little tiny... My parents don't even live in Chatsworth anymore. They moved to Akron, but uh, Chatsworth is very beyond of the times. 
Do you know how many people actually live there right now? Do you know what the population is? It's gotta be 50. If it's more than 50, I'll eat my shorts. What What was it when you, in high school, when we were there? Uh, I want to say it, it was about, like, maybe 60. Okay. But so it's kind of... Since high school, like a lot of people have, have moved out of there, so it's gotta be it's gotta be fifty. If it's not fifty, I I, like I, said, I will eat my pants. <laughs> good old good old memories, all towns. It's so. Wait, whose turn is it? It's yours. Is it? Well, speaking of small things, uh, most likely to give you a fear of spiders. Tommy, do you know what game this is? Uh, I'm pretty sure you're going to say Grounded. It is Grounded. Yes. Aaron, have you ever played Grounded? I think I, I watched my uh, I watched my oldest son play it. And yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Then they have to yeah. like, they later add in an option to like turn down how scary the spiders were. Yes. Or that was actually in there from the beginning. So for our listeners, uh, Grounded was, uh, I'm going to say it was a, released they say in july of 2020 but it was literally 30 minutes only of like the main story but the whole premise of this is if you've ever seen the movie honey i shrunk the kid i shrunk ourselves or shrunk the kids which the one kids the, it's the, the kids, kids. <laughs> when they're in the yard basically you are shrunk down and you are in a backyard and i mean you are yeah you can it's basically a survival crafting game type stuff but there's a story with it uh, but yeah, I mean, there's ants, ladybugs, and the big thing was, yeah, there was the main villains, or whatever, were the spiders, and holy smokes. Like, I don't really have a fear of spiders too much, but that game might be the only game that I've almost pissed myself. Like, turning around a corner and all of a sudden there's a spider that launches itself at you. The, the worst part is they made the spiders so that they actually hunt you. Like, yes, that's right. They, it's not a thing where like you come upon it and and you can just avoid it. Like if they see you, they will actively hunt you as you try and travel. Yes, because I think they had. I think they said they had in the pre-release there was yeah two versions. One just a normal one that would attack on sight, but then they had I think what they called it the wolf spider that actually did hunt you. Yeah, not but not yeah, fun. No, like you said that. Uh, there was a thing at the beginning when it was released because when they put it out and doing the testing, a lot of people were scared. So they put in, I think it was like five different versions. Like the that. It's the like lowest a, a one is like just floating eyes. Like you can't see any part of the spider except for the eyes. Or like, yeah, and it's just like a ball or something too, like just a floating blob. Yeah, because some people, they ask specifically what people don't like, and some people are like, we don't like the legs, so they took the legs off. Or I don't like the eyes, so you can yeah. remove the eyes. The floating eyes would be way creepier than a, like a whole <laughs> spider. I'd rather see a whole spider chasing me than just a yeah. pair of eyes. <laughs> it's actually uh, four pairs of eyes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they're going to be full releasing it in September of this year. Mm-hmm. I don't I, know if I'll check yeah. it out. Um, and I, I actually, like, it was, I enjoyed it. And we, I know we played this game together. Yep. Tommy, uh, it was fun. I'd like to maybe get back into it because I know I looked up because I was curious. And I think they have now, if you want to beat the game where it's at right now, I think they have 10 to 15 hours of story. 
Yeah, it was. I really liked the the groundwork that they laid for the survival and being able to craft all these different uh, um, buildings and stuff. Because like you could, it makes sense. You could build your stuff on high so that they couldn't see you or get to you, and they just crawl underneath you. It was, it was always a. yeah, and, and like, if you would attack one ant, then the whole swarm would come at you. So yep. you could do that and, like, run up to your thing and just watch them all swarm underneath you. Oof. Yeah, and a, a new thing I was... Because when I was looking this up, I was just curious what they all did. A new thing they've added is if you start building bigger and bigger structures in, like, a region, uh, even if the insects are passive... They slowly become aggressive because you're intruding on their territory. Makes sense. With it, so yeah, That's like cool. yeah, like you have to then okay. build like defenses around because at night they might try to come destroy walls and get at you and stuff. So, but yeah, the story when we played was literally at most thirty minutes. It was like, go to this point and see what's there. And we did, and we found it. And they're like, okay, that's all the story we've got so far. Yeah. Damn. But no, it's... Yeah, I mean, if you... Like I said, if you could remove the spiders from that game, it'd be a really, really, really... I agree. ...enjoyable game. But I I get why they're in there, because they're Mm -hmm. there. Um... Speaking of games that are adding story content like crazy, all willy-nilly, my most likely to be an on-again, off-again fling for as long as I live <laughs> is uh, Destiny 2, or whatever Destiny turns into. I uh, I always go back to Destiny, <laughs> and it's always a bad a bad relationship, she but I can't help myself. She always breaks her heart, and you still go back. Yeah, I keep giving her money. <laughs> You keep letting her. You keep giving her the password to your Netflix. <laughs> oh, speaking. Oh man, that's that's today. Um, sorry, Into the Breach on Netflix is today, and Aaron was kind enough to give me his email and password. Nice. Um, but Destiny, I played it on release. I loved it. It was a great time, and then I just kind of moved on to other games. And then Destiny Two came out. Played it. Loved it. Bought the first expansion. Hated it. Dropped it. Uh, a couple years ago, they did. They, they were like, "This is Destiny 3.0." Played it again, loved it. <laughs> Eventually dropped it, and right now in 2022, for the last month, I've been playing it again, and I'm loving it. I gave them more money for another expansion, and it's Why all do I do this yourself. It's all I think about. Like I have so many other games I could play, and I'm like, I just gotta play more Destiny. It just gets its hooks in me because there's. There's nothing else that scratches that itch like Destiny. I tried the Division for a while, and I played I played the Division all the way through, and I it was like, it was like a J, it was like I want a hamburger. This is a hot dog. It's still good, but it's it's not a hamburger. And it's not it's not it's not flat. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, I need that flat meat. You know, not the tube meat. <laughs> <laughs> I totally get that. I um. I I played the shit out of the first Destiny and like a little bitty bit of Destiny 2 with both. Like I mentioned in the previous episode of my buddy Jared and, and Devin as well. But um, Borderlands like kind of almost scratched yeah. that itch for me a little bit minus the the, um, the MMO nonsense. But yeah, there's, there's nothing like Destiny to be honest. 
Borderlands, I would love to play, but for some reason it causes like a imbalance in my brain and I get lightheaded. <laughs> and I kind of I kind of have like a mini blackout. <laughs> Are you sure that's not PCP? What? Like the drug? Yeah. I mean, I've got a gallon of PCP, but like, doesn't everyone? Oh, shit. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> it's, it's because so you're basically giving yourself a seizure, it sounds like. I don't know. I don't know. I played it. I, I stopped playing it after that happened. But, like, uh, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff going on, and, and like, suddenly it would be, like, 30 seconds in the future, and I'm like, I don't know how I got here. And I was playing with a friend, and I was like, dude, I gotta stop playing. I don't know what's happening right now. Holy shit, Tommy. <laughs> was that the first? No, that happened a bunch to me when I was a kid. When I was a young kid, I had things like that happen. And my brain, oh. my parents took me to, like, a a brain third person and they did scans and couldn't find anything and eventually it stopped and then it came back up when i played borderlands oh damn yeah maybe it is like just the, the cell shaded colors and explosions yeah, and yeah i like think that. it's just a sensory overload well damn uh spe speaking of sensory overload uh the next one i had is most likely to twist your brain into knots and that's the, the plot of kingdom hearts because oh boy because what the, he what the yes. hell is that i'm so glad you brought that up <laughs> Like, I, I loved that series to death in high school, and, like, for the life of me, I never did, like, anything <laughs> in high school, except I would go home and try to 100% Kingdom Hearts 2, which I did. I don't have the save file to prove it, but I did. I promise everybody I did. But, uh, no, I still don't understand the plot. <laughs> never will. I need to find, I need to find the video hmm. of it. There's a guy, I believe... I think Adam didn't Tommy didn't Adam Sessler from G Four do a whole thing on how it makes no sense. Hold on, I'm peeing. Tommy, uh, hold on. Oh. Hold on. Okay, so okay. okay. So I was peeing. I was peeing. Oh, well, <laughs> <But> I, <laughs> next time. <laughs> I was. I thought I'd be quick enough. How um, much did did you hear everything? Yeah, yeah, I had my headset on. Okay, so didn't Adam Sessler? Do a whole thing on it how it makes no sense he did but i haven't watched it because that was like uh, do you, you know adam sessler aaron yeah he did um he did, what was that what was that show x play, x -play. Yeah. okay so let me i'll find that and i'll throw it in the discord but he does oh, a whole yeah. thing because like with kingdom hearts all their like expansion games also <laughs> tie in with the story yep so if you've never played like what do you say there's one that's like like a tetris type game and that, like, has a main, like, character, like, something happens, but if you didn't know that, like, you're like, what's going on? They, yeah, the, that, that basically was, like, the start of Kingdom Hearts, too, because, like, the, <laughs> uh, with the first three games, so it was the first Kingdom Hearts, and the story was all right in that, because, you know, it's like, hey, Sora, hey, it's Disney, oh, you beat the bad guy, gee whiz. And then there was that GBA game that you had to play in order to understand what happened in the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 2. I get where you're, I don't want to rant more anymore into this. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, that, uh, I was going to say that, that Game Boy Advance, um, Kingdom Hearts one, that was the only Game Boy game that had full motion video cutscenes. Really? Fun, fun fact. Yeah. Cause you know, it's a Game Boy Advance. Um, but, uh, with what Grant said, I don't know the specifics cause I've never played Kingdom Hearts games, but from what I understand, they released like a mobile rhythm game, like a tap yes, to the. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah, tap to the beat, and at the end, it had like a giant revelation that like really impacted the whole series in this 
oh. mobile rhythm game. Oh my god! Every it, it would the story the plot would be all right if with each different like each different I guess spinoff they they slap or sorry shit into the series. If like each different <laughs> game didn't affect the, the story in some way, shape, or form, because like like I said, the first game it was it was kind of nonsensical, but it still kind of made sense. You know, Sora is he's the the Keyblade Master or whatever, and he, he only he could be this evil guy. But then they they just further like flushed it down the tubes and just it spiraled into nonsense and disaster. And yeah, I don't understand it anymore. So, do you still enjoy it, even though you don't understand anything that's happening? Uh, to be honest, I haven't played Kingdom Hearts 3 or, like, a few of the spinoffs. Like, I still love the first, uh, like, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, and sometimes the GBA 1, but uh, I haven't played anything after that, really, because it mm. just it just changes it too much. Understandable. Tell me if we ever get our YouTube idea up and running of us being, like, Let's Play players, mm-hmm. can, we, can we go through the entire Kingdom Hearts series sometime absolutely like just like play but play all of them so like yeah. we get whole and try and let's see if we can better understand the story like with it damn i'd watch that that would be oh, we I'll could i think it'd be great to have a whiteboard behind us where we write down everything to keep track of things yes and uh, we'll just like we'll break it up and everything like we won't like we'll play one and then stop and play other games obviously but come back to it but yeah i'll, I'll be there to provide commentary like you just like oh yeah yeah do you're the, you're the lore keeper you're the one who keeps oh, us on track shit. I'm gonna have to get uh, like sixteen different uh, composition notebooks to, to <laughs> make like a Charlie Dave whiteboard you know Pepe Sylvia Pepe Sylvia who's got the next one uh, it's me what does everyone have left I I've got one yeah I've got one. Okay, so I have one. Before I get to the one, though, I want to go back to one because I want to ask you guys. It was your uh, Overcooked one. Yeah. Oh, we, we did. I, I had more to say about Over. Yeah, we talked well, about I, it. Okay, yeah, we, we did. But I wanted to ask, what other local, like, co-op couch games have you guys played that, like, you enjoy? Did I enjoy? Or, like, even that, like, made you mad or whatever. Because I've been stumbling upon them a little bit, that a few of them that I've kind of wanted to hear, and I know you guys talked about Heave Ho a while in one of your podcasts. Mm, yeah, Heave Ho is really good. I, uh, Heave Ho is the only game I've seen where like anyone plays it for thirty seconds and they get it and they have fun. Oh, and you're giggling your ass off the yeah. entire time. Yeah. Um, no, I'm a I'm a pervert for Mario Party. I'm a I, I love you said you're Mario. a pervert for Mario yeah, Party. Yeah, I'm, I'm a pervert for Mario Party. I just love Mario yeah. Party. Um, I'm gonna yeah, use Mario that Party. as a, I'm gonna use that as a segue into this one. How about genital jousting? Oh man! Oh, I've heard of that. I've only played it once. <laughs> uh, and, it's, uh, that's all. That's all I'm gonna say about it because. Uh, <laughs> no, I I think so. Huh? Oh, go ahead. What 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 do you like about genital jousting? It is my rarest achievement of any video game. I'm trying to look it up right now to see what the exact number is. All right, while you're looking it up, Aaron, do you, do you have any idea what General Jousting is? I've, I've seen, I think it was, I've seen uh, Funhouse play on a video, but yeah, it's just a bunch of penises wrestling and stuff. Yeah, and, try, and you try to put it in other penises' butts and stuff, like there's certain things with Hell it. And yeah. they, have, they have other like mini games that you try to do. Uh, That's it's awesome. An, it's another one. I, yeah. Uh, it, why 
Did you find it? Yeah, it's the couch party achievement. Have enough friends and enough controllers to play an eight-player game, which we, we did, did that at Kyle's. We did that at my bachelor party. Oh, and that because I played it. I played it at Kyle's and mm. there. That's right. And uh, only one point one percent of players have ever gotten that. It's my rarest mm -hmm. Steam achievement. Um, we might as well keep the sicko train going. Have you guys ever played Mount Your Friends? I love Mount Your Friends. Oh, I, uh, that's another fun house one. If uh -huh. I, if that's what I think. Uh, that's Mount that's another fun one. I don't own that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely have, that. Sure. I had that on my Xbox 360. That's probably where I played a, it. Spent a dollar on it. Oh, oh nice. nice. Yeah. So, um, have you guys ever? Uh, this might be on Game Pass for Xbox. Uh, it's called Moving Out. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, that's, that's another one that makes me angry. Yep, that's a that's another really? fun one though. I, I really like that. One. I don't think I ever got very mad at that one. I I can't get the controls to work right for like tossing things. It's probably a me thing, but just like I I can't toss things or throw things where I want them to, and like trying to pile everything into the truck, I can't. I struggle. It's, te it's Tetris, Tommy. Come on, figure it, it is, out. It is not Tetris. Uh. Is there any other games? I have one more that was just released on Game Pass, but I feel like I'm doing a lot of the talking. Which is fine. What what, what game is it? It's called Space Lines from the Far Out. No, never heard of it. It's like I said, it was just released either maybe last week or two weeks ago. Uh, basically, you're uh, flight attendants on spaceships, but they're like airlines, so you got to like take care of your passengers. You may hit asteroids, so then you got to go fix the ship quick. Or whatever they just have a lot of like small little odds and ends to do oh that reminds me one of my favorite uh couch co-op ones uh, it's called lovers in a dangerous space time yes uh-huh um then yeah that was super fun yeah it's got all the different like gun you can like add different guns and different weapons to it and stuff yep tried it with my wife we couldn't do it that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> uh, i have i have space lines downloaded tommy but when i come visit we'll fire it up and try to play it yeah um uh there's no transition uh okay the last one i have oh, no, is... no, hold on. i still i still have my last one i just wanted to talk about co-op first oh okay okay it's my turn all right so i have this is kind of a joke one for me and you'll kind of see why but it's most likely to forever break hearts and it's the half light series do you mean half life yeah didn't i say that i thought you said half light Oh no, Half-Life series. And then in the mm. caption underneath I put, did I do this one right? Because I know nothing about it. I just, <laughs> see, I just see jokes online about it. So No, you're right. right. It is forever breaking hearts with, with every passing year. So, we, what we... Is, so explain this to me, and that's why I also wanted it, because I figured you guys would know more about it. So, yeah. So, so I guess I first should, should start off by saying like Valve doesn't seem to want to me. Anymore, <laughs> they're all like they're, they're like balls deep in steam. Steam deck, steam <laughs> deck, steam deck. Steam deck. But so, so the Half Life series, like, if if you had a PC back in like the early two thousands, you, you played Half Life and you loved it and had just like a great story, great characters. Is it, but, is it a what is it like? First oh, person a, shooter. Yeah. Yep. First person okay. shooter. It was okay. one of the first games to do storytelling while you played. So. Yep. It wasn't like okay. cutscenes or well, some games didn't even have a story while you played. But yeah, you could interact with things and people would like tell you the story as you're going through it, which okay. was very novel. Uh, 
So, so the end of of the second game, Half Life Two, ended on like a pretty big cliffhanger because um, like just a bunch of stuff happens, and there's there's also just a lot of different like mysteries to the series that never get explained. Like who is the G Man? Like why why the hell are the Vortigons still on Earth? All this stuff, um, and basically Valve just they're like I don't know like they they just don't want to make. Half-Life 3 for whatever reason. Like they, they keep making these different little spin-offs in the shape of like Half-Life 2 episode 1 and 2 or like Half-Life it's, 2 episode Alex or some shit. But Yeah, it's um, they they acknowledged that they weren't going to be able to make Half-Life 3, so they made Half-Life 2 episode 1, Half-Life 2 episode 2, which were just shorter continuations. And they announced episode 3. I googled this real quick. They announced it in May 2006. It was planned to release in 2007. And then it just never did. So it's not like people waiting for something. They announced that they were making something and then they just never did. They just dropped it. Punks. And then they did Half-Life Alex, which is a VR only game. You, you can't play it unless you have a VR headset, which is yeah. a choice. <laughs> so. Alright, well thanks guys. That's what I just wanted to know. I just wanted to know about Half-Life. That's why I kind of threw it in. Yeah. I've only seen a running joke online that, like, oh, when's it going to come out? The joke is that it won't. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Um, So speaking of jokes, Tommy? No, speaking of games that continue to come out, uh, I have one most likely to give me the motivation to learn another language. That is the Yakuza series. Oh. I love Yakuza. And, uh, the, from, so the first Yakuza game from, like, 2006, it had English voice acting, and it was so bad, so <laughs> bad, that they, they, they abandoned it and didn't do English voice acting again until 2020's Yakuza 7. So, Yakuza 2 through 6 is only Japanese voice acting. You can't, there's no English voice acting, which is kind of crazy that it's such a huge game. But in the first one, I just have to say... Mark Hamill, Mr. Luke Skywalker himself, was, the Joker. Yeah, the Joker. He was the voice of Majima. You you played the Yakuza games, right, Aaron? I played I played a little bit of Zero, the first one, but I've played entirely too much of Yakuza. 7. So so he's the voice of Majima, the guy with the eye patch. Oh yep yep yep. yep. Okay. Luke Skywalker, Joker. That's not a good fit. It <laughs> really isn't. I um, I don't think I've, I've ever. I've always played Yakuza 7 with the Japanese voice yeah, acting. Yeah, yeah. The Japanese voice acting is so good. And, and uh, yeah, I even started, I started doing the Duolingo thing of learning Japanese and got pretty far. And then I got a new phone and went back to the Duolingo and realized that, like, for whatever reason, it was auto-translating on my screen on the Google. So it would show the Japanese symbols with the English pronunciation right underneath it. And then when I went on to my iPhone, it just it only showed the Japanese symbols, which I didn't memorize. So I was like, oh, I actually don't know Japanese. <laughs> but I'd love to learn Japanese. I think I tried to learn... Yeah, I, I for the longest time, I knew 0 through through 10. But I've forgotten that, along with different colors. Hmm. Uh, I remember 0 is just Zero. Like with C, Zero. Makes um, sense. Okay, what, what is it? Uh, oh, gosh. Ichi, I... Ni, Pon, Yongo, Roku. 
I don't know after that. Uh, Hachi. There we go. That's eight, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Ichi, are, you, are you are you all right there, bud? <laughs> I'm trying to remember the Japanese words. Uh, they, I, uh, I was just looking at uh, the PC Game Pass. Uh, they just released a few other ones of Yakuza. <laughs> Yak- Yakuza. Yeah, they're all yeah. on there. So, oh, they released Zero. Kiwami. Kiwami. What does that even mean? And oh. Kiwami 2 have been released. Yeah, those are the remakes of the first and the second ones. Extreme! Kiwami means extreme! Oh, I, I looked up something else. It says Yaku, uh, it, uh, Kiwami means inspiring or master of their own destiny. Oh. Cool. Who's right? <laughs> uh, I've always heard you talk about those games, though, Tommy, and you do love them. I, I actually, uh, it's it's funny, I think back to, the first one I played was Yakuza 0, which is a prequel to the entire series, but it came out after the sixth one, and you absolutely need that knowledge beforehand, because it doesn't tell you who anyone is or their relation. I was legitimately like, are these two brothers? Are they, is this taking place in the past and this is in the future? When... They're just two different characters having a story at the same time. <laughs> That's uh, they in Yakuza Seven, like a dragon. I, I thought that was just like a spinoff, like side story. But a lot of the characters from the other games actually do, like, make sort of appearances or or, ref- or are referenced in that game. It's kind of cool. And uh, spoiler, big spoiler. Wait, which ones have you played, Aaron? A little bit of zero, a little bit of the first one. Are you okay? Then... Are you okay if I do a major spoiler? Go for it. So in Yakuza Zero, it's a big relationship. It's a, a big thing is the main character and his relationship with his brother, and uh, and so I was like, like, it's a main thing, him and his brother. That's like the whole story. And then I play Yakuza Kiwami, which is a remake of the first game, and I was like, man, can't wait to see how these brothers develop. And he dies. He dies in the first game, and I'm like, "What do you mean? How does oh, shit. how does someone so integral <laughs> to this prequel just die in the first of six games?" That is just fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Didn't do well with the test group, so they're like, "We got to find a way to kill him." So blew himself up. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, speaking, speaking of, of blowing no, up, <laughs> yeah. It's, speaking of blowing shit up. Uh, the last one I had is most likely, mo- uh, damn it, most likely to be ported to smart toasters in the distant future of 2080, and that's Doom, the original Doom. Oh yeah, because yes. motherfuckers get that ported to like uh, digital pregnancy tests. I was just like, gonna say that, yeah. Or or they'll get it on like you know, like an old Tamagotchi or whatever the hell. But yeah, the original Doom, I guess. If if you're tech savvy enough, you can get it to run on damn near anything with an LCD screen. Like, I almost yeah. feel like a toaster isn't the most extreme thing, because someone got it on that pregnancy test. Yeah, I should have put... <laughs> no, it works, it works. What, what else is there? Maybe, like, baby... No, I bet a baby monitor's been done. Uh... I don't know. I'll, I'll look around my house and I'll text you guys. Here it is, got it. Why haven't they made smart toasters yet? They've made smart everything else, like light bulbs and shit, but they haven't smart made smart fridges. toaster. Yeah, smart fridges. You knock on the motherfucker and it shows you what's in your fridge, but they don't make a smart toaster yet. You can knock on the toaster. I want to watch my toast burn. 
damage. Yeah, actually, 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 yeah, that would make it better because I. What if you got the setting wrong and you gotta eject prematurely? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Do the do the old Deuce Bigelow thing. Put a whole ass grilled cheese in there and just set it on fire. <laughs> So, oh, so this, is that is that everyone's most likely to? Yeah, Did we finish the yearbook? Yeah, I don't have. We finished the yearbook. Wow, what a year it's been! Looking back yeah. at all our friends, Yakuza, Star Wars, Grounded, Kingdom Hearts, memories we'll yeah. never forget, most friendships that'll live forever. Uh, Grant, where can where can the people find you and your podcast? Uh, so the beard and the baby uh, is on uh, all. I think major wherever you listen to podcast uh, platforms. Uh, we do have a Twitter, the beard, the baby, and then we also do have a Facebook page, which I think is the beard and the baby with it. So yeah, like I said, just two Midwest guys, new dads, just talking about life. Yeah. Well, thank you for being a, thank you for being a guest. Uh, yeah. Hopefully this isn't the first and only time. I would love, I mean, I love talking video games a ton. I listen to you guys. I think the only episode I haven't heard was your original, the first one. But the Nintendo Wii one? Yeah, I for some odd reason, I just didn't listen to that one, and I've listened to everything else. Hmm. <laughs> strange, strange. Um, yeah. Is it is it my turn to pick the next episode? Yeah, because Techni- I picked... Technically, I picked... yes. Okay, cool. Well, I uh, it's interesting that you said we have to do an episode on puzzle games because we do, but I'm going to pick a different genre. Our next episode is going to be us blabbering on and on and on about card games. Oh, video game God. card games. That's going to be an I eight hour you. episode. Can I marry you instead of Jessica? Because I love card no, games. No, we're already married and I love Jessica and she bought me Magic the Gathering cards. So she she wins out. <laughs> I mean, I give you ones. I still have a bunch left over. I could give you. There's plenty of rares. Oh, there. giving me some some secondhand ones instead of the newest ones. They're they're. You're not like selling yourself. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, look forward to look forward to us talking about card games. I don't even know if I've I've had to play card games. I don't know if you have. I don't know if I have either. You're like, like oh, I, you mean solitaire? I love solitaire. <laughs> you. I just, I feel, I feel like you, you must have seen, like, at least witnessed me playing Yu-Gi-Oh! one of the dozen times in high school or middle school like, or whatever. Yeah, like, I've, like, seen those, but all that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've played something. Like, I'm having small flashbacks of, like, putting cards in front of me <laughs> sideways. This that's, is my trap That card. sounds like magic. That's well, that Yu-Gi-Oh. sounds like Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, that's Yu-Gi-Oh. That's Yu-Gi-Oh. You put them in a defense, then that's when you put them sideways, and yeah, the trap face down. Yeah. Or maybe I've, just watched, maybe I've just watched enough Yu-Gi-Oh. That's what I know you did. Probably. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, where can where can the people find us to talk with us, Aaron? Yeah, the the Twitter is, is still blowing up, at Saga. Uh, we have a Facebook page. Uh, the Instagram is blowing up also. We just got to 100 uh, followers on Instagram, which is crazy. But, yeah, uh, Instagram's a weird beast. It really is. I, I If I get one more message about some kind of scam or like like podcast promotion scam or just... We, they be, you, they, you tell them, you tell them. They wanted to be our sugar daddy and they wanted us to be the, the sugar baby. 
They were like, said yes. Five thousand dollars, no, no information needed. And then I said no, and they were like, "But why? This is real." <laughs> <laughs> like, was it to promote their podcast? No, it wasn't a podcast. It was they wanted to, they wanted us to be a sugar baby. That's so weird. Oh, I love it. Have you guys? So speaking of social media, uh-huh. I think you guys should create a TikTok as well. I think you guys would be really good on TikTok. I agree. But you should do it, Tommy. I'll I'll do that because I I've I've made a TikTok before and I've so look forward to that. This isn't going to be like the MySpace page, which never actually came out. And if you and if you feel too overwhelmed, I think you guys have brought it up too. Is you can always get rid of Facebook. I think that thing's slowly dying. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, uh, follow us at places and and leave comments. You should totally, you should totally follow their Facebook. Yes. E- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Email us at superpodsaga at gmail dot com. We I I want to shout out people because they're super cool, super funny. So like interact with us so I can do that. Leave voice Hell messages yeah. too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Otherwise, uh, yeah. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Grant, for being a guest. Look forward yeah, to seeing you next time. Me. Look forward to seeing you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Grant, say bye. Bye.